Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Deborah Pretty of PYTTalkBiz.com. Deborah, it's awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much, Gresh, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Definitely super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Deborah so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Deborah, aka PY, is the lady behind PYTalkBiz.com. Deborah has been a business owner for 40 years. She founded and started five businesses in five different industries. Currently, she's running a property preservation business with her son, Tay, which is what sparked her new business endeavor. Although Deborah ran a successful business, she found herself working 24-7. One day, she worked all night processing and invoicing work orders. She realized something had to change. After a few simple changes, she increased their average bid invoice amount by 35%, reduced her working hours by more than 50%, and hired a vendor, manager, and processor and incorporated ACH services. Those simple cost-efficient changes dramatically improved productivity and profits. Her goal now is to help other small business owners to work less and earn more. She hopes to reach the masses via her online resource. Deborah built a website designed specifically to help other small business owners learn from her many years of costly mistakes. Deborah, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I am. That was excellent. I mean, you said it all. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say. Mic drop at the end. And I oh absolutely. <laughs> that I was absolutely, great. Yeah, I absolutely love, you know, everything that you're doing that, to help out uh, those business owners. And I know I kind of touched on it a little bit when I read your bio in the beginning. Could you take us through exactly how you got to where you are now? Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Okay, well, basically, like you said, uh, Gresh, it was just, um, I was just working all the time, and I was really getting overwhelmed and uh, frustrated. And I remember uh, one of my favorite um, business development books, which is uh, Michael Gerber. Are you familiar with him? Yes, E-Myth. I love that book, The E-Myth. And that E-Myth, it, it, if you've never read it before, it's a must read, but if you have read it, you can't hide from the facts mm-hmm. the and that book tells the truth it says that most um, small business owners are having entrepreneurial seizures i don't know if you remember that or not but that stuck with me for years and that's what i was doing i was having an entrepreneurial seizure and you know i was just working for myself by myself i mean at this business i'm working with my son tay but we was basically doing all the work and I probably like most other business, small business owners that, again, I couldn't see my, taking my, uh, taking a foot off of first base. I had both feet on first base. I couldn't, I couldn't see myself take it. I was so scared. I couldn't take the foot off, one foot off. But I just kept telling myself, Deborah, if you don't do something, nothing's going to change. And I was like, oh my God, I got, I have to do something. So I said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just, I'm just going to jump out there and I'm going to, I'm going to do something. I wanted, I wanted a CRM and probably like most people have heard of the number one CRM that was out there at the time. And 
it just seemed like, oh my God, it's going to be so expensive. It's going to be so much, you know, a learning curve. It's just going to take up a bunch of time. And I was like, okay, I don't have time not to do it. So long story short, that's how I first got started into the automation technology. I say, if I can find something to help me, you know, to take away, to give me more time, that's where I want to start. Long story short, we got, I got started with a uh, piece of technology. And it's one that we use specifically in the industry that we're in. I'm pretty sure other businesses, industry use this particular one as well, but we use it a lot in, in property preservation. And I, I always say, and it, it may be on the bio or you probably read it too, because I say the same thing, because it's funny because what I'm doing is real life. I mean, this is not something that happened last year. This is like everyday stuff that I'm talking about. But um, what I was going to say was um, when I got the CRM, I mean, I, I would sound like a commercial because I would say the same thing people would say on a commercial. Oh my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. Changed my life. I mean, the stuff that would take me an hour or two hours, I could actually do like in five minutes. So, oh my God. So that's that's how I got started. And like with anything else, once you do one thing, it gives you the confidence to move on and do other things. So that's kind of how I got started with coming outside of the box, incorporating technology and automation into my into the traditional businesses. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I love how you said that, you know, it's real life. And that's what I love about, you know, the E-Myth too, is because it, it, like you said, you can't hide from the truth. And you really start to, if you haven't checked out that book, it's so valuable because it talks about a lot of the speed bumps or even potholes or whatever you might want to call them of right. business and how you often will create a job really out of what you're doing, not really create a business and the difference between that and the different aspects of that. So I love, you know, that, you know, I'm sorry, obviously you had to go through it, but I love that you've been able to kind of solve it for yourself and in your business and then also help so many uh, business owners uh, kind of do the same. And, and so I know you touched on it a little bit. Um, could you take us through a little bit more on how you're supporting the clients you work with, what exactly that process looks like? Yeah, so basically what I'm doing now, and I just got started really with my online business, which is PY Talk Biz. And, and like you stated in the bio, I, I started because I wanted to be a voice and be a place where other small business owners could go to get real life situations and um, uh, solutions and strategies that they can use like right now. Um, and, and just to share my stories because I'm pretty, my story because I'm pretty sure most people a lot of business owners are going through the same things that I'm, that I'm going through. So basically, that website is a resource. And every, not every day, but often I'm putting more information up there. And of course, now with everything that's going on, going on with the pandemic, you know, everybody's into the virtual call. So more of that information is, is, is being added to the site. Um, uh, I talk about something that you probably read as well. One of the other things that I talk about is OPK, um, and that's other people's knowledge. And that's one mm -hmm. of the things that I got when I started outsourcing and started hiring processors. And that's something that, you know, sometimes, like you say, with small business owners, again, I hate to keep saying that, is that we try to do everything ourselves for a number of reasons. And, you know, a lot of times we think other people can't do it or they might not do it as good, you know, as good as you can or whatever we may think. But actually there are some people that could probably do stuff a lot better than we can, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So one of my mottos is, mottos is, you know what, do what you love to do and outsource everything else. And in, in the business that we're in, property preservation is, is a business where as 
you can't really afford to make mistakes and errors, you know, which a lot of people can't in, in a lot of businesses, but it could be really costly if you do. So we have to watch everything. So that's why I was kind of afraid of, of hiring outside, you know, processors and things of that nature. But then I was like, okay, well, I can't really grow if I don't. Here I am again, both feet on first base. I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to scale and grow, but I can't do any more because like you said in the bio, I'm up all night trying to process what I'm doing myself. So if I add other vendors and more work, then I mean, where do I go? So here I am stuck again. So I was like, okay, I have to be able to hire processors. Again, once I did that, that opened up a whole new world. You know, it's like, I liken it to, you know, say if you, if you run an engineering firm and you hire an engineer and you got a little small company, you hire an engineer, but this engineer came from a huge, you know, Fortune 500 company. What is that engineer going to bring to your establishment? <laughs> you know what I mean? They bring all kinds of, of experience and just stuff that, I mean, that you probably couldn't even imagine. And that's actually what happened. That's what happened with the processor because the processors process. So that's all they do. So they, they're, they're faster, they're better, they're more knowledgeable. And I've learned so much from the processors. So, I mean, what, 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 what I bring to the table is just real life experience. This is what's happening. This is what has helped me. And these type of things can help you too. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I love the acronym OPK. And I think so many times, as you said, uh, I, I actually heard somebody say, which is kind of the same concept where, you know, a lot of times businesses like being on the jungle gym and you have both your hands on, you know, two separate rungs, but you want to go to the next rung, but you never want to let go of the rung before you. And you'll never, ever go forward. Just like, as you were talking about, you know, being on that base and having both of those feet there and never wanting to take the steps there, but really, you know, relying and, and understanding that there is knowledge that other people have and given that opportunity to, to be able to leverage that in order for them to succeed, but also gives you that opportunity to grow and expand and, and be in your zone of genius or lane. So I absolutely love that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And you might have already touched on this, but what do you feel is the thing that you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you or your organization unique? I think the secret sauce is, is trying to move even when you're fearful, just, just get, just move, just do something, move your feet, you know, move your feet. And um, you have to make some hard decisions. Um, and you have to be, you know, real with yourself. You know, I think one of the, one of the first things is, am I really running a business? Or am I an entrepreneur having a, you know, an employee having an entrepreneurial seizure? And if so, what do I need to do? So I think those things is the first thing. I think that's the secret is I need to get serious and what am I going to do to get to where I, from where I am to where I'm going. And I think the other secret sauce is not to be afraid to implore other people because, you know, like I said, you don't know what, that, what those persons know that can actually help you. The last thing I want to say is, like I said before, what is um, do what you love and outsource everything else. Because you'd be good if you do what you love. And the stuff you don't love doing, most of the times we're not as good at it. <laughs> so do what you love and um, outsource everything else. 
I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Of course, the book. I, I love reading and learning. I would say I try to keep an open mind and I am always trying to look for quicker, faster, better ways of doing stuff because I know there's always stuff out there. So I think I, I, I think that I know that there's technology and there's always something, you know, moving. So again, keep moving. Now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. A nugget, one of my nuggets would be like, I, well, the same thing, reading. Reading is fundamental, as they say. Mm -hmm. um, and um, you know what? Do what you love and uh, follow your passion. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Deborah, what does being a CEO mean to you? It means really time and freedom. It, it means um, being an example um, to other people to show people, okay, if she can do that, I can too. I mean, she's no different. She's no smarter. She's no, you know, whatever. She's a human being that started putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, all the other stuff that comes between all that said and goes and all that, but I'm human. I'm human and, you know, okay, I can make, I'm going to make mistakes or whatever. Just want to say, okay, I just want to be an example. I just want to be a simple, plain example of what's possible. Um, I love that definition and that perspective. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get all of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, again, um, PY Talk Biz is 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 live. It's it's things that I go through like right now in my business. So all, everything that I learn new, the new technology that I use, the new automations and, and tricks and, tr and strategies and solutions, I always put that information on my website. Um, it's funny because the people that I know personally that read it, my friends, family members that read it, you know, everybody always say, oh my God, this is, I love it. You know, it's so interesting. Even though what you read, probably that first page, it's a long page, but they say, you know what, but it's not boring. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just want to say that that information, that's me, that information is there to help. And I dare to say, if people just read that, read, you know, read that website, they would definitely benefit from that. And I talk about, mm, I talk about, the, I wouldn't go into that, but the stuff I've learned. So basically, I'm talking about, like, I, like, I, like you read, the many mistakes that I made help people minimize those mistakes just by reading that information. So yeah, so pytalkbiz.com is, is a resource for small business owners and it's just it's just going to get better and better as more technology comes out you know different tools we just going to just keep adding and just we want to make it like okay you have got to go here you know you it's almost like you want it afraid not to go <laughs> so that's basically basically all i would like to share this time but i appreciate that
Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And, you know, I appreciate you for sharing, you know, so much, you know, wisdom and, and knowledge with us today, but also, of course, you know, making it available on your website. And I love, you know, how you, you spoke, you know, a couple of times about how important it is to, to put one foot in front of the other and take action. I think so many times we forget, we get all this good knowledge and information. We have the how to's, but we never take action. So I love that charge that you kind of spoke to, you know, today as well, too, and, and getting that information, getting that knowledge being able to use other people's knowledge and be able to take action with that. So I appreciate that reminder. Appreciate your time again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.